So today we are talking about how you can manage yourself and manage your time with biblical principles. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to do well and be an agent of transformation for the kingdom's sake in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bol Kire, your host. You can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website, by going on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or your other favorite podcast uh, outlets. Or you can also go on the thrive1110.ca website. So welcome again to this show today. Um, as I was mentioning um, in the intro, we are going to talk about a subject, um, about um, biblical um, time cycles. And today's subject is important because you'll see how it can actually help you live a more balanced life live a more fulfilled life. And for that, I have a very special guest with me today. And uh, I call him dad. His name is Alain Caron. And uh, Alain Caron is the leader of Le Chemin. And um, so I'm going to let him, as I introduce him, um, talk about himself a little bit more. So welcome, Alain, to this uh, show of Thrive 1110. Thank you, my dear uh, bold David. What a privilege for me to be with you and... <laughs> As you were mentioning, we do have a precious relationship together. I'm so proud to uh, be counted as one of the influences in your life, but really, you're doing so great. And what, a, what an honor to be with you today. Uh, usually, I lead a church or a family of churches and also a network uh, of ministries in different nations. And uh, I try to bring some mentoring to men and women who are desiring to walk uh, with the Lord to serve Him. So it's a joy to be with you and share a few moments today with everyone. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for, for being here. Uh, this, this is a real treat. It's a real pleasure. And for you out there listening, uh, I, I tell you, this is going to be uh, something you, you've probably never seen Uh, talking about times this way, uh, because it was a, a real eye-opener for myself. So um, without further ado, uh, Ale, let, let's dive into this subject. But um, actually, as I say that, I'm, I'm thinking, you didn't mention that you also are a writer. <laughs> uh, you, are, you are an author, and you have published uh, a few books already that people can find on Amazon. Would you mind telling us what those books are? Oh, thank you. Yes, I forgot. I, I, I wrote my first book was Apostolic Centers, Changing the Church, Transforming the World. And uh, this book helps us to look at a model for the church today and to advance the kingdom of God. Then I continued with a second one called Apostolic Expansion, the uh, Kingdom War for Territorial Gains. So, which is about how can we advance in practical ways in the nations we live in. And then during the pandemic, I wrote a book on prayer just to help all of us to have a more intimate and more glorious experience in our prayer room. And I called uh, that book 
um, the glory of the secret place, learning to spend time with God. So all those books, and I have a few more booklets as well, are on Amazon, and um, they are well received, and uh, they open doors in different nations for me to share. And so I, I'm thankful to the Lord for, for, for that privilege. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you very much. And we'll come back again and mention these books and, and how people, um, how you listening can, can get a hold of those, of those books. So biblical time cycles, that's the subject of our episode today, of our show today. And uh, Ale, right off the bat, I'm going to ask you, I ask this question. What is, what is that and why is it important that we actually talk about this subject today? Well, you know, when we look around, especially in the years we live now, we see that there are a number of problems that are facing us. We all want to have a good productivity in whatever field we are to work and spend our time. And also, we want to achieve balance in our lives. We, we want to be happy. We want to experience peace and rest. And what we see in society nowadays is that productivity is uh, running high uh, whenever we can, at least. But often we see people getting more and more uh, anxious. The level of anxiety is going higher. The, uh, the number of burnouts we hear about the dissatisfaction people experience in life, and then the medication that is proposed to help with those problems, and then the, the coping mechanisms also that we witness, which uh, would be supposed to help us, but in reality are temporary relief uh, strategies that are not really working on the long term, and in some cases also may become addictive in themselves, never really solving the real issues we have because we're looking for that balance that we don't find. And so we ask ourselves, what is the root of that? Is there something in God's plan in the Bible that we can touch and learn from that will help us to probably say like Psalm 90, Teach us, at verse 12, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So there must be something in the scripture that will help us to live with a balance that will be uh, satisfying for our soul. So that's what I want to talk with you today to mm. see what are <laughs> the, uh, the steps biblically that we see to achieve mm. such a life and not lose our productivity. Because mm. we were also created to, to, uh, to, to have an effect in this creation and to, and to rule as human beings. Mm. So the biblical cycles that we will discuss today can help us to find the way to mm. live the life that I believe God wants us to live. Mm. Wow. And, and yeah, as you share that, it's, 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 it is really undeniable that we live in days and, and in societies where the pressure to perform, the pressure to produce is really high. And, and uh, like 
being exposed to the world of insurance, I can really testify to that fact from another angle from the world of the insurance. Uh, sometimes we talk about life insurance. And by the way, in this show, we talked about life insurance and stuff in, uh, in, uh, in previous episodes. So if you are um, wondering or if you have questions regarding that type of subject, go back in previous episodes and you'll be able to find this topic about insurance. But uh, disability insurance is one of the most uh, uh, prevailing uh, things because people have generally a high probability of being disabled. And the major disability that is witnessed here in Canada and in general in Western societies uh, are, are related to depression and burnouts and all of it. So if the insurers could get rid of burnouts and depressions, they would be making way, way more money than they're doing now. And, um, and that's something that without, uh, without expect, exception, as you go for a disability insurance, they will try to see if you've had episodes of burnouts and depressions in the past. So that is really, uh, it is a reality that we have to deal with. And, uh, and thank God the Bible has answers for us, for, for us in this subject of uh, biblical time cycles. Um, so yeah, anything you wanted to add, Ali? Well, uh, as you mentioned, the, the word pressure, uh, bold, yeah. uh, it's good also to say that not all pressure is bad and not all stress is bad because a certain level may be quite productive and stimulating. Uh, challenges are welcome and uh, we are not advocating for a life of leisure either. We're advocating for a life of balance where we can both produce and find rest and peace for our soul. So this is the, the, the right balance that we are trying to look for in the scriptures. So it's, 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 thank you for, for, for bringing that balance because it's key not to go into either extreme, like the extreme where you, you, you burned out or the extreme where you cannot even tolerate the little or, or the least bit of, of stress and, and, and pressure. I think, yeah, that's really, really and key. I, and actually, we see that God, from the beginning, did... Uh, work and rest. He did both, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So, yeah, so I, I hope as you're listening, you, you are grasping the importance of, of, of dealing with that. And we have all kinds of um, of tools and like you're seeing, or coping mechanisms to try and, 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 and find that balance. But oftentimes it doesn't really address the root cause or go back to the original design um, that God showed us throughout throughout the scriptures, um, and we we see all sorts of project or time management techniques and strategies. But really, it, it's it's all of these could be good, but there are fixes that can't match really the the, the original design that we have uh, in in the scriptures. So so um, yeah. So why don't we maybe progress towards our let's get practical section where we're going to discuss these biblical uh, um, time cycles and how we can apply them in our life today. So let's transition to our Let's Get Practical section. Bold. Let's get practical. Absolutely. And you, you say it right. We're talking of cycles that we find in the Bible. And cycles have something reassuring because they always come back. 
And if the cycles are healthy, then if we follow them, we will be healthy. And the problem comes when we uh, create unhealthy cycles that throw us off. But from the beginning, we see in the Bible, I, I really love a bold uh, Genesis when we see where it started. Because mm -hmm. right from the beginning, God establishes very clear cycles and then it develops them some more. We see from Genesis first chapter, the first cycle as it introduced is the cycle of one day, 24 hours. We mm. see that when God starts right away, he says very soon that there was an evening and a morning and that was the first day. And every day he keeps creating and at the end of the work of the day, he says, and there was an evening, there was a morning, and this was day number two, day number three, and so forth. And every day we see there's a cycle. There's a closure being brought every 24 hours mm -hmm. where you can leave the work because it is done for that mm -hmm. day and you can rest before mm -hmm. you start the next day. And in that order of creation, we also see that God introduces the sun and the moon. And he specifies that this will be helpful for us to separate the day from the night. And he also puts stars so that we can number our days and the seasons. Now, we know naturally that the sun helps us to know the 24-hour period, and the moon helps us as well to know the month period. Every cycle of the moon, it's a full month. And the sun, on top of the 24-hour, also gives us a cycle of one year. So there are definitely, right there, a few cycles that we should be mindful of. And then God adds to that the one-week cycle, when he says that after six days, he had completed his work and he took one day to rest. Mm. Now, when we become conscious of those cycles, we realize that following them is wisdom for us. Mm. In our work life, in our professional life, if we are mindful of those cycles, it will be good for us. Why? Because this is the order of creation which we are part of. Mm. And if we try to invent other cycles, they become disruptive. Mm. They don't fit in the wheels spinning in the original cycles. Mm. And on top of those cycles, God would add something else, which we see in day number three, that he introduces the seed and the harvest. Every plant that he produces as a seed according to its kind, that would produce a harvest. And we will see all that then recapped in Numbers 28, where God will speak of the cycles that his people needs to respect. And he will say very clearly, every day you offer a sacrifice in the morning, and in the evening, every day. Then, every week, on the seventh day, you offer also certain sacrifices. Then, 
On the new moon, which is the beginning of the month, you also present certain sacrifices. And then you will add that three times a year, three periods in the year, you will also have special feast, which is Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles in the fall. Passover, springtime, Pentecost, beginning of summer, Tabernacles, the fall harvest. Why? Because on top of numbering our days, finding our places in those cycles, he also wants us to cultivate a mindset of harvest. Mm. So when you put all that together, mm. because we want to also get practical, mm. we would be wise to observe those various cycles in our lives. Mm -hmm. The 24-hour cycle, for example. I mean, many people, if not everybody, knows that famous sentence, one day at a time. Mm. <laughs> Even the song, mm. one day at a time, dear <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> because it is so true. Mm. And Jesus himself would emphasize it that uh, do not worry for tomorrow. Every mm. day carries for itself because this is the first cycle God introduced. So when you go in your life, in your activity, whether work, whether relational, whether spiritual, be mindful of the 24-hour cycle first, meaning every day bring closure to what you have been doing. Mm. Find rest. Find, um, find a time to stop and be ready to start again the next day. And mm. we see in our lives oftentimes that we don't respect that cycle and we want to work longer. You see, Jesus mm. would say in, in uh, John 11, 10 to uh, 9 and 10, he would say that there are 12 hours in the day. And if a man mm. walks in those 12 hours, he will not stumble. Mm. He walks in the night, he will not know where he's going. Mm. See, there's a time to work, there's a time to stop. So every day, be mindful of that. And you will find balance for yourself. Instead of adding hours and hours and hours and working so long that you will uh, tire yourself to a point that will be detrimental even to your health, Thinking you will achieve more, while in reality, you deplete yourself and you start achieving less every day. Mm. A man who is wise, when the sun goes down, will stop his work and say, I have worked my day. Mm. Now I bring closure to it. Tomorrow will be another day. Now I will rest. I will have time with my family. I will have time with the Lord, etc. That man, on the long term, will achieve much more than a man who makes his own cycles, works 15, 18 hours a day for weeks until he falls down. Mm. So that's the first cycle. Then we have the rest of the week, the one day uh, a week. Some people would be very strict on that and say it has to be Saturday. Others would say, well, it's the principle that counts. I believe more in principle, and the mm -hmm. application may vary. But the principle is that you should have a regular rest once a week, hopefully mm -hmm. one day a week, which is the, the biblical cycle. If you observe that, and you know, it is hard to observe for most mm -hmm. of us Absolutely. because we have so much to do. 
<laughs> and so we say, if I stop a full day, uh, my productivity will suffer. Mm. Well, the Bible cycle tells us it's the opposite. Mm. You will increase your productivity if you observe the biblical cycles of rest mm. when the time of rest comes. Mm. And then the uh, monthly remembering of uh, another cycle. So these help you to number your days. Mm. These help you not to be lost on this ball rolling in the universe, mm. which is the earth where we live. Mm. It helps you not lose track of time and seasons. And then where you remember the feasts of the Lord, the, the, the harvest seasons, it also helps you to remember that there are times of harvest in your life. Mm. There are times of seeding and times of reaping. Mm. And so you put things in perspective and mm. it helps you tremendously to avoid burnouts, uh, fatigue that is beyond the natural and to number your days and find happiness and peace and rest. Wow. You know, you know one, one of the concepts that you are, bringing here that you're sharing here that really resonates is this aspect of having closure in each cycle within each cycle starting with the 24-hour cycle and 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 i can't help but see it not just for work-related closure so i plan my day so that i can get to a closure for the day's activities for the day's work so I want to be mindful of that cycle, not to overload myself, not to... I really want to do what I'm supposed to do for that day. But closure also in those relationships, because that comes into play as we talk about the balance. So if, if you are married, uh, if you have children, so really bringing closure into all of that within each cycle. Um that really speaks speaks a lot to me. And then, obviously, like you mentioned, the weekly rest period, rest day, that we that we would be wise to observe. And, and I like the fact that you also mentioned that it is not a matter of law; it's just a matter of wisdom, <laughs> because that that was the original pattern. And even though we are not talking about a law. It is a principle, a wisdom principle that is there for us to follow. And, and he knows why he established those back then. Wow. Um, well, you yeah. see, if we want to look on the long-term mm -hmm. application of our lives, we do well to consider those cycles because the Lord introduced them at the beginning of creation. Mm. And then even after the flood, when he... Uh, kind of restarted with eight people, with Noah and, and his family, he will restate the following in uh, Genesis 8, verse 22, which, tell, which speaks to us of the longevity of these biblical cycles. He will say, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Mm. So, <laughs> you see... These biblical cycles are here to stay as long as the earth is here. Mm. And as long as we live here, these principles apply. These cycles apply. And so when we look at the long term, 
uh, rest and peace of our life, mm. we need to apply those cycles and be respectful of them. Our problem is often that we have a short view approach. Mm. And so we think that I can push myself for six months because mm. I want to achieve something. I can mm. push myself for... I, I've known people who have not slept for three, four, five days to mm. achieve something or, or, or go or say, I will work for four years, you know, at a rhythm that is killing me, but I will do it because after four years, I will have achieved the. But what will be the long-term consequence of such a way to live? Mm. I believe that when we see the long-term plan of God and how he sustains his principles, mm. and we align with those, we will have longevity and higher long-term productivity. And you know, as you were reading this, these verses after the flood, I couldn't, the image that came to mind, we talked about balance. And, and the other word that really came to mind was rhythm. To, 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 to function and to flow in the rhythm that was originally designed for us so that we might be healthy, so that things might be well for us and that we might actually accomplish what he has called us to, uh, to accomplish. So, so I, I, it is all embedded in that, and, and that's what I like. And, and I really pray that as you're listening to this, that you would come to the realization that there are divine rhythms, uh, that there's a divine flow uh, for you. No matter how much you think that your work is, is demanding and you have to be producing and producing and you can't stop, find a way by His grace to find closure every day so that if god forbid you were to be called back today or tomorrow that every day you have closure and you are at peace with what you have done for that day and you are okay to go if god was to say to if if it was your life ended in that particular day um and and, and i like this verse again in psalms 90:12 teach us to number our days. So may you find those divine rhythms that keep you healthy and productive the, the way the Bible teaches and not the way society influences us to do, not this rat race that we are so easily uh, inclined to partake in. So, uh, wow, that, that's very rich. And we could really go on and on on this subject, but are there any other words you would like to share on this as we go towards the end? I would just say that at the basis of that bold is a matter of trust. Mm. Trust in the Lord and in the order he established in creation and for us. And as we trust him, we are able to let go of our anxious ways to achieve and enter into the divine productivity which is never at the detriment of our peace and rest, to the opposite. But it's a matter of trusting the order and the creator who put in place that order. I, I really uh, pray and desire that everyone listening to us today could come into that place of trust in the Lord who made us and who knows what is best for us 
so that we could align with what he has put in place. Thank you so much, Alain, for this for this wisdom that you are helping us to grasp. And we say amen to uh, what you have shared, what you have prayed. And, um, and uh, would you mind reminding people of these books they can get? Well, there is uh, the one book called Apostolic Centers. There's another book called Apostolic Expansion. And for a help in our prayer life, The Glory of the Secret Place. All available on Amazon. And I hope you enjoyed. Yes, thank you very much. So uh, you can go to the website thrive1110.ca and just send a few comments. Say that you've been listening to this. Uh, it's going to be encouraging and blessing. See you next week, same time, same channel, wherever you're listening. And uh, this is Thrive 1110, and I'm your host, Bold Kerry. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.